Welcome to Catholicism is Cool with Mary. All right, guys, today I'm going to be going over the luminous mysteries, as I have already done the joyful mysteries. And what prompted me to record these is because I keep coming across references that the rosary is not biblical. Well, in each one of these uh, mysteries, I'm going to tell you where in the Bible you can find reference to it. So if you have not checked out the Joyful Mysteries, you can go back and do that. So as I mentioned, we're going to do the Luminous Mysteries, also known as the Light, Mysteries of Light. Okay, so the first one, and this is actually very cool, you guys, because it walks you through Mary in the Joyful Mysteries being told by the angel Gabriel that she's going to bring the Son of God into the world, and then meeting up with Elizabeth, and her, um, his cousin John is in her womb, and she had not been able to get pregnant forever, and all of a sudden it's a miracle. She's three, six months ahead of Mary, and John's the one that baptized Jesus in the River Jordan. And then the third one, um, I, oh, presenting him in the temple for following the law of Moses and getting him baptized, and then he gets lost, in the temple, he gets lost for three days and they're freaking out. And then they find him in the temple talking to the elders. And then I'm doing this by mem memory when I've got it right here. And the fifth one, oh, yeah, the present, the nativity, the baptism. Re yes, okay, so it goes, let me go backwards. The annunciation, the visitation, the nativity, presentation in the temple, and the finding of the child Jesus in the temple. Okay, so now, in this one, the Mysteries of Light, we're going to talk about the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan River. And that's the first one. That comes from Matthew 3.16. Uh, let's see. He was baptized by his cousin John, and the sky opened up and the Holy Spirit came down to him like a dove, and a voice from heaven said, you are my own dear son, in whom I am well pleased. So you can check that out in Matthew 3.16. Okay, the second one is the first miracle of Jesus. Okay, I love this one because Mary, his mom, at a wedding in Cana, when the wine was running short, she basically elbowed him and said, hey, this, it's time for your first miracle. And he said, no, it's not. It's not my time, woman. And she turns to the chief, chief steward and says, uh, do what he says. So that was his first miracle, turning water into wine at a wedding. So I'm going to give you a little more backstory on that. It's very brief. Um, when at your, okay, the son performed the first of his many miracles by helping a couple celebrate their marriage by changing water into wine of such quality that the chief steward upbraided the host by saying, usually people serve the best wine first and save the cheaper wine for last, but you have saved the choice wine for last. And what he did not know was like, all the wine was choice. Okay, so that's John chapter 2. Verses 4 through 5 and 11. John chapter 2, 4 through 5 and 11. 
Okay, the third mystery of light, the proclamation of the kingdom of God. Okay, so when Jesus revealed that the reign of God had already begun within us and that we are called to conversion and forgiveness, praying, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Where does that come from? Our Father. And Jesus said, this is how I want you to pray. And he stated the Our Father. It's probably one of the most powerful prayers you can do at all. And I'll go over the Our Father and break it down so you understand what each part means um, afterward. Okay, so the proclamation of the kingdom of God is in Mark chapter 1, 14 through 15. All right, the fourth mystery of light, the transfiguration. When Jesus revealed his glory to his three disciples appearing on a mountain with Moses and Elijah, his face shining like the sun, and a voice from heaven proclaiming, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. So powerful. Okay, you can find the transfiguration in Luke chapter 9, 29 through 35. Okay, the fifth mystery of light, the institution of the Eucharist. So if you're Catholic, the Eucharist is what the whole Mass celebration is about, the bread and the wine. So the mystery of the institution of the sacrament of the Eucharist, on the day before Jesus died, he celebrated the Passover with his disciples and took bread and gave it to them, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. And when dinner was finished, he took a cup of wine and shared it with them, saying, Take and drink, this is my blood, which will be given up for you. Do this in memory of me. You can find this in Matthew 26, 26 through 27. Chapter 26, verse 26 and 27. So that is the genesis, if you will, of where you can find the five decades for the mystery of light. Um, Again, praying the rosary is extremely powerful, and a lot of people say, just go straight to Jesus. And I don't think, I mean, I I hear this often from people who are not Catholic, um, and you know, a lot of some people who are Catholic don't know how to pray the Rosary. I've taught many, many, many people how to pray the Rosary in my own parish, and now they're devoted to our Mother. Um, some people think that we should not go near Mary and just go right to Jesus, and if we go to Mary as an intercessor to her son, we're sliding him and we're making her more important or powerful. And she's the queen of heaven. She's the daughter of God, the mother of God, and the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She wields a lot of power in heaven. And I can do some apparition stories about how she has appeared to people and there's one in particular that I'll have to definitely find for you, whereby 
she shows herself to some children and behind this like rocky area pebbles are being thrown at the kids and then this figure comes out sneering and jeering at the children but he stands behind Mary guess who that is so even the devil Satan is afraid of Mary Mary can quash him like a bug she can tell him to shoot and go away so why do we not give her the glory she deserves a lot of people get hung up on the phrasing of we're praising Mary well we venerate her we hold her in high esteem she is the mother of Jesus she is unblemished so For those who are uncomfortable with praying the rosary and talking to Mary, and um, try it. Try praying uh, a few potent Hail Marys, and you can have something in mind that maybe you have anxiety over, stress, fear, worry, or something you want. She's not afraid to give us things that we want or circumstances or whatever it might be, there's no shame in asking for something that you truly want in life and praying Hail Marys around it. So, yeah, I would try it out before you judge it. You know, I I read something, someone said, oh, you don't need the rosary, just go straight to Jesus. Have you ever prayed the rosary? Have you ever prayed some potent Hail Marys? And the answer is always no. So how can you judge it? How do you know you, you, it won't benefit you? So I suggest giving it a shot. Praying the rosary is, it changes you. It makes you more calm, peaceful, optimistic, hopeful. Um, it helps you manage pain in your life. It helps you work through disappointment, hurt, and see a bigger picture. It satiates your soul that way. It's it's just, it's lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed learning about where the luminous mysteries stemmed from in the Bible. And um, look for the joyful mysteries. I'm going to also go right into my, probably one of my favorites is the sorrowful mysteries. So delicious. All right, you've been listening to Catholicism is Cool with Mary. 